rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, longtime partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello listeners and listeners, this is Wastelands and I am Adam Obscene. And with me, in the person, is the mighty, mighty, mighty... Marco Mark. <laughs> <laughs> <Adam>. <laughs> I, I, I am. Here I am. I'm in Brisbane. I'm in the person. I'm in the flesh. I'm in person. <laughs> the reason why we're laughing is that we just spent like five minutes agreeing on how to refer to Mark being here in person. In person. And I just totally cocked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mashup between in the flesh and in person. We're in the person. I'm a person in the flesh, in the person. In a person. In our person, I in am. In our person. I am. I'm here. I'm, at, I'm in Studio Obscenito. So at the end of a, a weird, interesting, rambling introduction, welcome to 2023 Lostners, and welcome to Brisbane, Marco Mark, for good. Thank you. A new era for this year where Mark and I will be doing shows together in either Studio Marco or Studio Obsenato, mm-hmm. and we've got a lot of stuff planned, Lostners, so buckle in tight and mm. get ready for the ride. Marco? Mm, yes? What are we actually talking about today? Today we're talking about music. Music, and we're going to kick off... Right. We, we sort of do this occasionally, every year. Yeah, we're going to review an album today. Uh, and reviewing an album, we sort of got our, our bites into that when we started, like the end of the last year, we were talking about Punk and Disorderly. Yeah. And it sort of wet the whistle. That was so much fun. Today, we're reviewing an album that um, you got from uh, Special Friends and their store ads. Where'd you pick this uh, album up from? I uh, made the trip north to Bad Habit Records and Collectibles and uh, picked up from Aaron there a copy of Long Knife's Curb Stomp Earth. That is awesome. I've I've listened to this last night and um, you've had nothing but awesome things to say about it, Ads, and it was great to listen to it. It was was an exciting album to listen to. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. um, It's a great release. So I recorded in 2020. It was released uh, end of last year, which was like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so it still feels weird. Um, so Long Knife, uh, we've touched on Long Knife in the past. Yep. And sort of the wheelhouse that Long Knife sit in. Lostner's, I guess the wheelhouse is the Portland hardcore scene. Yeah. Um, it's, if you love Poison Idea, um if you're into that sort of uh, west west coast hard you know, northern yeah. western hard Pacific Northwest um, scene, these guys are carrying the torch on to that scene and doing a type of hardcore that Marco and I love. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people do love. It's not what I guess hardcore has become. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, it's what hardcore was and is sort of a, a subset. It's a bit old school. <clears throat> yeah. This this is keeping a a, a a tradition alive, I think. This is – take that tradition of Poison Idea and that Pacific Northwest hardcore and um, punk rock – and and keeping that sound going, and they they unashamedly and actually really well wear their their 
idols on their sleeve. What do they say? Wear their influences on their mm-hmm. sleeve. And, um, yeah, make no mistake about it. This sounds like uh, war or, uh, no, we must burn era um, poison idea to me. And I think that for me is that that is not, it's the highest compliment that it's not, this isn't a bad thing. The fact that they have taken the poison idea sound mm-hmm. and refined it and it's not a blatant copy. It's like they're, no. they, they've evolved it and there's stuff within this album particularly. Like this is their first album since 2015 mm. or 2017. Fact check me on that, Lostners. Mm. Um, but and, and it's not like they haven't done anything in between. Like Colin, the lead singer, and a couple of members of this got together with Hippie Slayer and released um, Fetish yep. PDX uh, a couple of years ago, yep. which we've spoken about on, on the show. We have. Which, again, sounds like Poison Idea. Um, and, but it's, it, it's just the fact that it's of a place and a time. This album has some evolutionary elements to it which make it different. Yeah, but it's still familiar enough to still sound. Yeah, for sure. If we, it's not a diss if we say these guys sound like Poison Idea because they know they sound like Poison Idea. Poison Idea know they sound like Poison Idea, and we've been listening to bands from Adam and I have been listening to bands who are from Portland, Oregon, who have um, been from that Poison Idea camp for decades um and i'm referring to apartment 3g ads mm. oh yeah where, where you know members of poison idea were in that band yeah. um and we've loved apartment 3g since far out the early to mid 90s yeah. like the first album when you know the album like mm. came out and it's like yeah i don't even think you can stream that album that's how obscure it is. yeah i don't know but the one i'm referring to guys is um apartment 3g's album punk machine yeah. if you if you guys probably you'll find it on youtube uh there's probably an upload there but if you guys are, are big fans of long knife um, Poison Idea, that kind of, and the 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 Portland, Oregon hardcore scene. But you haven't listened to um, Apartment Three G, definitely have a listen to that after you finish with this episode. And it's interesting because they say like there's there's some interesting um, uh, commentary about Long Knife directly from Jerry mm. Jerry A, and he and he's he openly says that he he loves Long Knife. Sure. Um, and he, and I think there was a I'm, I'm gonna I'm totally gonna paraphrase this and totally cock this quote up, but it was something like um, you can it's to 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 do a tribute is to be smart, but to totally copy is to do genius. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's gr- yeah, I haven't heard that before. That's great, um, and th- that's a really bad paraphrase. But what basically saying is they've put their own spin on that sound. It just goes to show how influential. Yeah, poison idea actually yeah. were. And, yeah, um, I'm reading um, Jerry's um, books at the moment, and mm-hmm. it's really it's it's just it's all pi for me at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm loving it. It's so good. So to have Long Knife release this album, and also Jerry's released an album, um, as yeah. well, just recently. We'll talk about that coming up episodes as well. Um, there's just a really good lot of music coming from that scene. Yeah, for uh, sure. And um, Curb Stomp Earth is a great example of that. Um, well, I listened to it last night, and you gave me the heads up about some of the interesting sounds that um, I was to expect on there. Some of them which I n- 
incorrectly identified, but you knew what I was talking about once you listened to it. Yeah, right? for sure. You you mentioned um, some a couple of standout tracks were Scum and another track, Hello America, that they were um, using some really unpunk sounds on there to get a really punk effect. Mm. And it's great. It, it, yeah, there's some ghostly organ moments on there that kind of bring in that kind of like death rock sound mm. of like, you know, TSOL or The Damned or something like that, which, you know, that first generation of bands that inspired Poison Idea in yeah, the PDX yeah. scene. Um, it, 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 and it was a really, uh, exciting to hear that. Like, I, I loved listening to it, but when these other elements like organs and electronic sort of elements started coming in, in, um, it made it even more excited. Like it kept me listening, you know, it was like re reading, uh, reading a book I've read before, but someone's instantly, uh, you know, inserted some new chapters in there mm, that kept, mm. kept me excited. Because I think there's even, like, with the electronic music components, but there's also some horns in there. Yeah. Like, and, and, like, there's obviously piano, which isn't foreign to a PI listener. No. But, the, but and there's a, for, there's a certain formula, like, a little bit of a piano intro, a little bit of sort of uh, angry spoken word, launching straight into angry ass yeah. lyrics. That's still there. Yeah. That's like feel the darkness era yeah. sort of uh, poison idea. Yeah. But it just, like, to say that this is just a poison idea copy album doesn't do it the justice it actually deserves. Like, there is enough mm. nods in there to go, yeah, fuck, it sounds like poison idea. And if it's in the background, yeah. you might even mistaken it for being poison idea. Yeah. But on a deep listen, there is a lot of new stuff in there that it's actually, I really enjoyed and really liked. So, yeah. Well, um, that Adam really shines in the lyrics. That point that you just made shines in the lyrics. Um, I, I can see, I can see Colin, the vocalist. I can see his picture on the back from the LP you're holding, and um, he's he's got a he, he's writing about and singing about and an America that um, other punk bands from the past didn't have the opportunity to write about you know in the 80s uh it was a reagan america Mm. that people were writing about in the 90s it was a clinton america people were writing about and in the the noughties in the 2000s it was a george bush america that punk bands were writing about and um colin has done a great job of uh, writing lyrics and talking for the America that he's living in right now. Yeah, and that sort of Trump slash Biden America, which is like, um, like you know, we all scratch our head, you know, without getting too political. It's it's, no. it's an interesting time for that for that continent. Yeah, that's right. So Col- Colin's got a lot of uh, a lot to work with, and 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 I think the other thing too is I did notice there is a very strong run of, through the lyrical content around mental health. Mm-hmm. And well-being, mm-hmm. like there's there's some very almost like very punk now, unpunk then um, themes coming through, which mm-hmm. totally makes sense. Yeah, like, and which sort of fills into what you're talking about is what's happening in America right now. The yeah, head, the head scratching moment. And the, yeah, and the pressure and you know that people are going through. So, like we've got our like. Let's just I'll just run through some of the lyric uh, the song titles because I think that it's always we did we sort of touched on that when we were talking about the punk and disorderly and it's a good way to give mm. a full picture of mm-hmm. um, the record. I'm not going to pretend I know what any of these titles no, are. Me mean, either. I'm just going to give the rundown because I think it 
gives a good story. So the first track on side one is Modern Fatigue. Yeah. Well, we can all we can all feel I think we can all relate yeah, to that, man. End of twenty twenty two, mate. We were all on modern fatigue. Oh, burnout. Um Trip to the River is the second one, then the title track, the titular track. I like that word. Titular. Learned that the other day. Hello. Uh Curb Stop Earth. Uh then Uncle Phil, Blue Rose, If You Want Blood, and The Curse is that rounds our side one. Side two uh, kicks off with Scum, which actually is a um, – there's a film clip on YouTube for that. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then Shut Down, Survival, Burnside Bop, Hello America, and Coast to Coast. Coast to Coast was my favorite, actually. Yeah. I think that if I had to pick two, I'd pick Scum and Coast to Coast. Yeah. Cool. Which, which is interesting because they're both the, – it's the top and tail of side two. Yeah. Side B. It, yeah. Coast to Coast for me was a strong closer. And I really like um, – Colin's vocal uh, melodies in Coast to Coast. I think uh, I think that was a really strong finish for him lyrically. It was awesome. Um, it starts off with Modern Fatigue as the opening track with a very familiar Feel the Darkness mm-hmm. sort of piano mm-hmm. intro, um, which I, I, I love that. I, like, I love Modern Fatigue as, as a song. It's, sure. uh, it's solid. But I think to have Modern Fatigue and Coast to Coast sort of top and tail this mm-hmm. album, mm-hmm. like that's like I wouldn't say there's actually anything any song in this I don't like. Yeah. Same. I think it's just a solid follow-on from their um, previous album in 2000, Fact Check 17. But, <laughs> I, but I do feel like that for me, if you go Poison Idea, then Fetish, PDX, and mm. then Long Knife. If you listen to any album within that, like this is a – and then chuck Apartment 3G into that mix. Mm, absolutely. You've, you've got a listening party. Um, I like the fact that these aren't 20-year-olds doing a take on hardcore. This is a mm. p- topic we talked about last night quickly, is about what does a Gen Xer do with music if they like hardcore punk now? And I feel like they do this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They do this if they've grown up in Portland for sure, or, uh, or the Pacific Northwest, and ha- grew up on Poison Idea. I or, mean, or on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Ah, yeah, <laughs> look, we yeah, well, we grew up on Poison Idea too. Um, I yeah, I I like that this is still a fresh, exciting sound, and a new release. By older guys. Um, I like that an older bunch of dudes, older personnel, have put out a fucking firebrand album at the end of 2022 with current lyric content that is modern and feels modern. Mm. It's got a modern uh, recording quality. It's out on vinyl. And it's got a it's it sounds nice uh, through streaming pr- platforms as well. Like it's done in a modern way. Uh, they're not they're not th- they're not sticking to a throwback program. Uh, that you you don't get that sense that they wish it was still nineteen ninety six. Um, it's a fucking great album written by older guys that sounds good. It sounds good. And they're not resting on a nostalgia. Like, they're not just trying to recreate the past. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that that's like what you're saying is it, it feels fresh and it feels modern, but sounds familiar. Yeah. And yeah, I think, for sure. And I think that that's, that's why it, it works. And I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know if we're just getting older. Well, I, we are getting older. Um, but 
I listen to this is this is going to be the old cranky punk in the back of the the room rant that I'm going to have, but it's not going to be that. Mm. I find it increasingly more difficult to get on board with newer stuff. <laughs> yeah, so right. When new stuff does come out that I like, mm-hmm. I go, oh yes, like it's 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 fresh. Yeah. The fact that you know, and look, it's happened this year already that there's a few new albums and new bands that are are popping up and I'm going, yeah, I'm digging this. But then when you look into it, it's because it's actually people our age releasing stuff. Sure. And I don't want to be generational, you know, not not aligning lines to, I know I said Gen X before, but that's only because we are and, you know, but there is, I've noticed there is a difference in Mm. what we listen to and maybe what the preceding um, generations into, or maybe not. I don't know. I'm not an expert in it, but I feel like there is a bunch of people our age mm. producing new stuff mm. that I can get on board with, and yeah. I think that that's what it's about. You know, yeah, it's about yeah. getting like it's not that I don't like other things, and I'm not the grumpy old man going ah back in our day because I want to hear new stuff. Same. I want to see great new stuff, but I also want to listen to Abrasive Wheels and. Well, my system and, yeah, and poison for sure. idea. <laughs> yeah, for so. sure. Well, yeah, you ca- you can't beat the original. David Lee, David Lee Roth has a great quote about um about this about intergenerational music, and uh, he he calls it um new bottles old medicine, and mm-hmm. uh and I I love that I love that uh, and and I, I still I still feel like you know the old bottles. Old bottles, old medicine too. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, it's it's interesting because like I read a review about this album um, that said that it was as if Kiss were playing Poison Idea with a dose of Japanese hardcore. Mm, um, mm. And what I find really amazing about that is that in you know reading about Jerry's childhood from po- Jerry A from Poison Idea, he you know before he discovered punk, he was massively into Kiss. Yep. Um, so yeah, you know, it's cyclic. Mm-hmm. Like, but how, f- how? Like when I spread that quote about Kiss doing Poison Idea, mm. like I saw Kiss when they toured a couple of months ago. Yeah, and my mind just went straight to like um, Kiss d- pulling out like <laughs> like cop an attitude or something. I imagine that like it was just the visual, but then adding a really f- like so basically Kiss playing Poison Idea, but playing play Poison Idea, but playing it faster, a la. Japanese hardcore, like the fin- f- the frantic sort of hecticness mm. of Japanese hardcore, and I really like that mix around. Yeah, you know, it was just that um, it's ev- evocative when you think about a band as big as Kiss, mm-hmm. and for their own reasons, and a band as big as Poison Idea. Yeah, and then Japanese hardcore, which is obscure as fuck, but um, you know, not for us, but all coming together in a, in a perfect storm of like this new thing, and that's what Long Life for me are. Is yeah. that like you said. Yeah, old medicine, new bottle. Mm-hmm. But old medicine, old bottle. But maybe new medicine, new bottle. <laughs> oh, or new new medicine, old bottle. So, um, <laughs> lots of bottles, lots of bottles, lots of medicine, but not bad medicine. Not bad medicine, no, no. because no one wants Bon Jovi. Oh, mate, mate, bad medicine is not what I need. Yeah, shake it up. <laughs> um, what was he going to say? Sorry, mate. <laughs> well, you, you know, we, we're in the soup now of uh, Kiss Pacific Northwest and big big bands and cult bands, and it just made me think of um, the Melvins and Kiss. Oh, and look, 
do we do we want to go down that rabbit hole? Because I think the <laughs> rabbit hole that you've just by talking about the Melvins opens up is um, bands inspired by Poison Idea. Sure. Um, and you put me onto that thing last night, and you sent me the link, which is which is totally there. Yeah. Which is the band Venomous Concept, which is like for me, we love a pun and we love a play on words. Venomous Concept is a band put together with a name that directly responding to Poison Idea. Yeah, Poison Idea, Venomous Concept. Made up. You work it out, people. Made up by some heavy hitters of the, the hardcore thrash metal world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kevin Sharp from Brutal, Brutal Truth. Truth. Uh, yep, Brutal Truth. He's, he's the singer. I believe there's a Napalm Death member in there as yeah, well. The guitarist from Napalm Death. Yeah, and these guys have been around for a while. So um, Mel- uh, Buzz Osborne has come and gone. Yeah, from he, yeah, he he was the original guitarist. Yeah, yeah, he's he's come and gone and been replaced. I can't remember, guys. I'm so sorry that I can't remember because we didn't pre- uh, pre-plan and research to talk about Venomous Concept too much. Just jumped in, just jumping straight in, balls and all. We've jumped in straight, but that's another example of uh. Old Bottles, New Medicine. Yeah. Venomous so, Concept are great. And look, so like I said, it's it's Kevin Sharp from um, Brutal Tooth, Truth, Napalm Death's guitarist Shane Embry. Um, those guys basically bonded over beer, pizza, and black flag and poison idea and decided yeah. to put a band together. Sure. Um, Didn't we all? Oh, yeah, we all did. Um, and then I'm just scrolling here. Basically, they got buzz on um, from the Melbourne's. And they did a deal with Mike Patton's um, recording company and they put out some albums and they've got a new album coming out this year. Do they? Yeah, I was looking online last Great. night. and um, That's cool. Yeah, so we'll put that. So that's a thing, you know, like, because say Venomous Concept doesn't sound like Poison Idea. It's a nod to the name. Like, no, they more they're more in the um, Wolf Brigade camp. Yeah, and look, and enough, you know, rollicking Napalm Def guitars, and you know, yeah, and basically, you know, the lead singer, Brutal Truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and they've got a big, heavy, D beat sound, which which reminds me of like Wolf Brigade. Um, yeah, and, and also adds like speaking of um, Venomous Concept, you just mentioned. Um, Mike Patton and Ipecac Records. Well, another band that I'd love to talk about soon, who I find infinitely interesting, is Dead Cross. Yep. Now, there's there's another super group of uh, old bottles, new medicine. There, yeah, absolutely. So maybe this is what this episode that it's actually started off talking about uh, Long Knife is actually mm-hmm. old bottles, new medicine episode. Yeah. yeah. So listeners, like we will, I think that this is a really this is what's going to happen this year is that we're going to go down rabbit holes and that's going to then inspire what the next episodes are going to be about. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to talk more about Venom's concepts. We're definitely going to talk about Dead Cross. We're, you know, yeah. I, I think I'd like to do a deep dive on Apartment 3G. I think we should do that. Absolutely, man. It almost as a bit of a public service announcement. Well, like, don't absolutely. forget, Apartment 3G were um, a great rock and band. Like, there was a time, Adam, during the 90s where – that was almost all we listened to was Punk Machine. Oh, Punk Machine is what I am, angry son of an angry man. There you go. Like, like that, those lyrics, dude, are like embedded in our brains. Mm-hmm. Even when you forget about them, I wake up in the middle of the night at 2.30 in the morning screaming those lyrics in a 
a sweating sweating ball of gravy. Jeepers, um, <laughs> <laughs> creep! How's your imagery? How's your mental imagery going, <laughs> Losters? Um, so look, there's 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 a lot there's a lot to love about this album, Marco. There's a yeah. lot. There's yeah. a, not, not just for what it is, but what it represents and what it actually gets you thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also worthwhile mentioning that this album was dedicated to Hippie Slayer. Yeah. Who passed away. Was it last year? Steve Hanford. Yeah. Was it last year or the year before? I can't remember. Sorry, but the Slayer Hippie. Absolutely. Who was in Fetish, PDX, with the mem- some of the members of this band. Yeah. That yeah. put out that album. Yeah. Which was just a ball terror as well. Yeah. So. I, feel, I feel really bad about that because I, th- I thought I really liked... Who, uh, what he was doing after he got out of jail, and I, I think he he learned a lot. I, I really enjoyed watching the interviews with um, Steve Hanford uh, post imprisonment, and um, he came out like a better person for it. It was fascinating. Mm. So it was sad to see him pass. Um, yeah, which which has turned it onto a somber note. But Adam, I wanted. I want to show you something. I'm showing Adam the cover of the Long Knife album now. Um, are you getting Life of Brian vibes? Oh, yes. Oh, we'll definitely do that on the website. We'll put a Life of Brian and a Long Knife artwork side by side. Yeah. Yeah, this is the way that that's written. Yeah. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Tis but a flesh wound. Um, I like that, yeah, the, the Long Knife emblem logo, I should say, has a Life of Brian style. Absolutely. I wonder if that's deliberate. I don't know, but it looks cool. And the um, the two boots there give me a little bit of an agnostic front vibe. With the skull with a burning candle. Like yeah. It's, uh, it's, there's a lot of nods in that. And yeah. then some really classic, almost like blood red, uh, hand-scribed, dripping, you yeah. know, curb stop earth is the title of the album. Mm. Um, it, it could be... It's it's it, a listeners have a look um, yourselves, but it it looks like it's a a, a color pencil, yeah, illustration. Yeah, it's a it's an amazing piece of artwork. Yeah, this uh, just before I wrap it up, this album came with a full size poster mm-hmm. of that artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a great inner sleeve. It's a couple of stickers and stuff in it. It's a great package altogether. Yeah, um, and I don't know if it's available anymore. It looks like online it's sold out on vinyl. So, um, well, but be, uh, clearly, if it's sold out, they'll be doing a repress. Well, you know what I would do, mate. I, w- I would suggest, um, and this is not a paid, uh, this is not a paid thing. We are not paid to say this, but I would say, um, if anyone's interested in getting it, contact Aaron at Bad Habit Records on on the socials, and uh, see if he can sort you out with a copy because I think it's one that's well worth hunting down on vinyl. Absolutely, and he will. And if it, if it's if he's able to, he will get he'll get more in. Uh, side note on that: lots of side notes on this. Mm. He's in um, being in direct contact with Jerry, and has at the moment. If you are loving the fact that we're talking about Poison Idea and want to actually get some of that stuff on physical format, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron has literally a bunch of um, represses direct from the source. So lot, uh, I think he's pretty much got every release, the Poison Idea, is, that's available at the moment, except for Fill the Darkness, Yeah, um, which is phenomenal. He's also got Jerry's books in um, mm. stock at the moment, as of last week he did. So um, 
Bad Habit Records and Collectibles, do a Google search. Like I said, not a paid advertisement, just doing a shout-out for someone that always does us a solid. Yeah, Aaron's a good bloke, uh, a good person, and if you are looking to uh, spend some money and support a, um, a store and a nice bunch of people, then, yeah, that's Aaron and the team at Bad Habit Records for sure. That's good. Uh, public service announcement, we call those. We do, we do. <laughs> no money involved. Just uh, we just like to um, talk about and mention awesome people. Bad Habit uh, do a bunch of uh, releasing a bunch of records. I think we spoke about this in previous episodes. We were gonna. We will. Aaron was quite kindly given us some of the um, releases. Yeah, and we're gonna sit down now that Mark's here and sit down and listen through them and give our honest feedback about their. You know. Honest feedback is only the only type of feedback, isn't there, Marco? Yeah, that's right. Well, we, we, the good thing about us is that we've got pretty broad eclectic tastes, and you know, it, and, unless it's absolute balls, it's hard for us not to enjoy stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to reviewing those. I'm looking forward to putting them onto our um, episode schedule for sure. Perfect. All right. So, in saying that, we were going to give a heads up about what's coming in next episodes, but. To be honest, this was all we could do to get together for the start of the new year mm-hmm. and lay down a show. Um, but as always, listeners, if you have anything that you would like us to talk about, um, chuck us a message on the socials at Wastelands Radio Show. Mm-hmm. You can also send us an email at wastelandsradioshow at gmail.com. You can go direct to the source and uh, check out wastelands.com.au. Uh just let us know if there's anything you think you want to hear us rambling about, recommendations. Always up for someone chucking a weird movie recommendation. Um, some of my favourite shows that we've done have been people saying, have you seen this film? And we haven't seen it. And then like, we will talk about it. Or we haven't seen it for a long time. I'm thinking Slipstream with Mark Hamill. We did that a little while. Oh, yeah. That was a banger. And that one with uh, John Stamos in it, uh, Mm. Never Too Young to Die. Oh, man. Gene Simmons. That was a great recommendation. Two standouts of uh, the last year or so. Sure. Um, We will also be hoping to get some guests in to talk about things that they love as well, because that's going to be easier now that we have a seat vacant in the virtual realm. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Let's close it up, Ads. Is there anything more you would like to add? Uh, it's nice to be back in sunny Queensland, and it's good night for me. And it's good night from him. Rice. Before you say another word. It's over! It's finished! Like, oh, oh, like this. <laughs> <laughs>